hello and welcome. Uh, this episode we're doing a sort of spin-off episode, slightly smaller than our usual uh, in the Forge. Um, for this one, we're looking at five Tekken characters who deserve or could have a Tekken spin-off game uh, that may be a different genre, maybe a similar sort of fighting genre, uh, but we'll get into each one when we get there. Absolutely. The world of Tekken has a lot of great characters, um, both within the main sort of Mishima story and also some of the uh, extra characters. And here's some of the ones that we feel um, deserve to have a game that goes a bit more in depth into their background, to their story and give them a bit more time to be fleshed out. Um, and the main rule is that we don't want it to be in a fighting game set up like as Tekken or Street Fighter, but like another genre. So let's jump right in. Yeah, okay, so the first one, which I think a lot of people would expect, um, is a game about Yoshimitsu. Um, he has arguably some of the most extensive lore in all of Tekken, um, sort of spanning multiple franchises. You know, he's been in Soul Calibur, um, he's in Tekken. Um, he changes sort of every few generations. There's so much lore behind him with the swords that he owns. Um, and we sort of wanted to get into that, so the idea was that um, this would be sort of an RPG, so like a role-playing game, um, as Yoshimitsu. Um, and we have written here, maybe in the uh, Meiji era in Japan, um, so sort of towards the end, in during like sort of the ninja and samurai sort of eras. Um, and it'll focus on uh, the Manji clan and maybe have some other elements, so we're talking um, sort of the exploration, the uh, maybe the story behind the swords, um, the sort of uh, exploration that you do, so traveling across Japan, sort of fighting as a as a samurai character, but this is uh, Yoshimitsu, so we'd probably involve the sort of Soul Calibur uh, sword in this story as sort of the main focus, I think. Yeah, um, the Yoshimitsu blade, I think it's called. I think it's just called yeah. Yoshimitsu. Um, yeah, so the idea being that it's um, obviously not in a world where there are cars and like really guns or anything like that. It's really that samurai era where, um, you know, you had these like noble, um, honorable kind of, um, you know, warriors that would protect areas or go to other areas um, to, for, I guess, missions given down by their um, like area ruler, um, if you like, their duke or their emperor type thing. Uh, yeah, and, like the feudal lords and whatnot, yeah. That's right, the feudal lords and your, um, Essentially, you know, as Yoshimitsu, you're the the ruler of, you know, or the leader of this little clan that basically is like Robin Hood and his, you know, and and, and the thieves, uh, you know, and his merry men. Um, sorry, I should say the thieves are Alibaba. Um, but yeah, Robin Hood and his merry men, and you basically are just kind of stealing from the rich and giving to the poor and keeping some of the proceeds for yourself. Um, and basically, um, you know, this kind of rascal type character, but with also it's that your own like real honor system. Um, that basically gets has this sword that is basically the most valuable, that actually the most valuable thing of all, um, because of the way it works. And there's a storyline behind that that might go into a little bit into supernatural because it's a little bit supernatural anyway. Um, but it's really you know a way to have what I think could be a really cool like you know samurai style RPG. Uh, I'm guessing elements of uh, Sakura game might be in there too. Yeah, so I think. Um with Yoshimitsu's whole story, the whole uh, idea behind the sword and how it's uh, it's not the same character in every game um, might come into it. So um, I guess uh, the story might 
start with sort of uh, a character who does who may not have the sword to begin with and then may end up sort of taking on the mantle of yoshimitsu or perhaps you know like um the story of yoshimitsu has been passed down a long time so people sort of view your character as maybe even like a, a, a legend not necessarily as a real person um people sort of think maybe you're a, a mythological character because the name uh and the sword have been passed down many times so your character may not be the first and definitely obviously won't be the last so it's like uh your character's sort of becoming more than a man um almost yeah absolutely um that, that i mean that's the way that i think could make for the best game um in line with cyberpunk 27 2077 coming out though and you know more recent iterations of yoshimitsu and tekken you could also have like a an rp uh, an rpg style cyberpunk um, game with yoshimitsu as this Know, cybernetically enhanced individual um, chance for Dr. Boskonovich to come in and also Brian Fury to have those kind of crossovers um, that's something that could be done so um, you know you can have a story based around that um, which I think could also make a pretty good game um, but my preference I think would be the Meiji era kind of samurai era style RPG what do you think yeah well I think with the sort of cyberpunk uh, idea um, it would work maybe better because uh that's kind of what tekken is already it sort of has a bit of a almost dystopian uh cyberpunk-esque uh backstory behind it with all the corporations and all the um the lack of uh like state government and all, all of the sort of cybernetic enhancements and whatnot so yeah I, I could definitely see a story set uh in the near future or even just you know in the tekken universe which might not actually have sort of years set to uh canonize when this takes place so it could be you know just set in the tekken universe as is but focused on yoshimitsu's story behind the scenes um, yeah either way i think both aspects of the story could work really well again I, I i think i agree with you i kind of prefer the uh sort of historical based rpg uh, based in the past but i definitely think a cyberpunk game could work for yoshimitsu as well i agree I agree. Um, okay, so next character, um, another one that's been in the game for quite some time, um, is Lei Rulong, who of course is um, the homage to Jackie Chan um, and comes as a Hong Kong detective. Um, so in that sense, there's a lot of like types of game and genre that can be chosen, you know, to, to make it work. Um, my preference is like a sleeping dog style, you know, like an open world Hong Kong. Um, and you're a detective basically that has a particular case that leads on to other cases and basically you know you have a sort of a kind of open world you know almost like that gta i guess style where you can sort of do anything to get there um you might get punished for example for hurting innocence or whatever like that might make you fail missions but like other than that you can you know drive any any way and just control it as like your yeah sleeping dog cta style character what do you think yeah i think uh, this sort of story with lei long would work really really well in sort of the sleeping dogs or like yakuza or even like judgment sort of uh way so you're uh you can really get into those sort of like brawls but also still focus on the actual story and the sort of detective work that you end up doing um and i think the main focus of this game would also be sort of uh capturing lei wulong's sort of like personality so he, he doesn't take fights that seriously um a lot of the time so you know you'd, you'd have a lot of uh you know sort of maybe boss fights with uh, triad like uh, criminals who might uh sort of be trying to take the fight seriously with like a knife or something and you get that sort of jackie chan aspect where he sort of uh you know he, he assumes a stance and then pretends to fall over and still knocks them out or whatever it might be like that sort yeah. of aspect of lei wulong would be really good to capture in this sort of uh this sort of game as well 
Yeah, it's a great way to have a like hearted element to it as well as having potentially a serious underlying story. Um, yeah. But basically have like a nice world, a nice map, um, a bit of free roam, you know, vehicles and stuff like that. And he still has a gun that he shoots, but at the same time, like, you know, if you can, you know, a lot of the missions will obviously lead you down the path of more like Kung Fu, uh, Drunken Master style um, fights, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's really where the game would shine, is sort of the brawls and the... Uh, the sort of de- actual detective work rather than the um like open world that you could mess around in but yeah it definitely sort of be a bit more focused um might be a smaller map than say gta because that's pretty pretty huge um yeah it would probably be yeah sort of more like a yakuza or judgment sized map yeah. uh, or even sleeping dogs yeah yeah i've been more like I, I had sleeping dogs envisioned um map size but also in terms of like you know it's just a bit more contained you know in, in sort of hong kong city if you like um without needing to be you know massive because it's not going to be about that it's going to be a bit more story and character driven um is my i guess my goal yeah for that one. yeah so on to the next one um we thought king uh, so the original king not um the second iteration um or armor king or the second iteration of armor king even um, just the original king um, as sort of the young king uh, in sort of the 1980s uh, building his reputation in Mex- Mexico as sort of like a luchador um, and it can involve uh, like cartel members or wrestling as the element but probably uh, I think it would probably focus on sort of the wrestling and how he sort of built his name and became sort of like the, the best uh, and qualified himself to compete in the Iron Fist tournament so that he could earn money for like the orphanage that he was trying to build up um, but yeah. Yeah, and I think there's that is like the cartel would uh, idea would be you know just like some of the subsets to like you know to throw some of the matches and you know whatever else like you know there'd be an obstacle to you if you don't sort of play ball to a certain extent um, you know but you don't have to have that as a big thing. Uh, my goal is not to have this as open world at all, but be more of like a linear path game, um, which is really just focused on you know storytelling and like you know like. It reminds me, I guess, that my vision for this one is um, what I would have for that and what I would do for that is a bit like the old school Spider-Man games in the sense that, like, you have, like, a certain area that you can go through and you can go a bit further to the right or the left. You know, you don't have to go straight down the middle, but basically, you know, it's it's pretty much set, right? Like, so you you have to, I don't know, in between the fights, whatever mission or, or story parts that you have, like, you basically can only walk from A to B more or less um and basically my i guess my idea is to more focus on yeah the fact that he's a wrestler uh, with wrestling and it's more sort of technical fighting if it comes in but it's also telling a story of you know what life is like growing up an orphan in mexico as well um so there's a few tugs of the heartstrings as well yeah um i think this one will be a, a pretty uh like sort of a pretty obvious one because I think a lot of people really like King um, and there's a lot of room to, to sort of grow his character because he has he sort of has the outlines of his backstory but there's nothing like you know there's a lot of there's a lot of wiggle room for us to sort of create our own stories around King so I think he'd definitely work really well as a, uh, as a spin-off yeah. game well, there's a lot of unknowns um, with who he is and, and other things as well. And yeah. then, you've, you know, you can actually do this in a couple of ways as well, by the way. So you can do it in a slightly supernatural way in a sense that, you know, the games sort of make it look like he's got an actual, like he's actually part Jaguar, um, which, you know, is silly. But like they use the masks, obviously, anyway, in Mexican wrestling and the masks have a lot of 
a lot of meaning, like you don't reveal your face unless you've lost, like in a mask, mask or mask contest. So you can just have it as like a Jaguar mask, you know, like, you know, if you look at like Japanese wrestling, for example, you've got like tiger mask, you know, like a, it's just a mask, a normal mask that's made to look a bit more like a tiger. So you can have that here um, and you can have that be a factor as well. Yeah, and I think as with a lot of the Tekken games, um, as he's fighting, there's still a little bit of that mystery because you can tell that sort of the Jaguar head doesn't move, but when he does certain attacks, you hear an actual sort of Jaguar like roar or like whatever it might be called. Um, yeah, and there's a so random there's, tail. <laughs> and there's a tail, yeah. So, you know, who knows? There'll still be uh, room to sort of wiggle around that and have mystery there. But yeah, I think I think that'll be a, a good idea for the that, That's right. I think... One. I think this one would be like a G or a U or a Gen, you know, like a all age kind of game, really, rather than, you know, probably the first two that we talked about would be more like 15 and over in terms of style and everything else, whereas I feel like this one would be one that, you know, kids could play as well. Yeah. Um, so the fourth one is um, sort of about Paul Phoenix as the main character, but a lot of other characters will sort of be uh, implemented. Uh, and this is sort of, I guess, a. Uh, sort of a prequel in the same way that the King one is to the, the Tekken games, where you sort of see the backstory of Paul Phoenix, um, his uh, his life initially as sort of a nomad biker uh, who learns sort of judo at a high level and befriends uh, martial law, um, and then fighting in tournaments and at bars, and ultimately, um, you know, fights against Feng Wei with law um, and has to sacrifice himself there. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, again, it'd be a story where you can um, have it rather than being truly open world, you, you could, but it would be, again, a case of there might be elements of riding the bike around the city or around the highways and getting into trouble at, you know, various biker bars and just like the generally the story of Paul, you know, as this sort of semi-loner kind of guy that ends up befriending martial law to the point where he wants to help him um, open his uh, dojo and then basically the end being you know the fight with law versus thing where Paul kind of comes in and sacrifices himself in order for law not to get sort of destroyed by thing basically yeah so I, I again i feel like this one um in a similar sense to the king one it's um it's a lot of sort of uh, wiggle room with the backstories of these characters, letting us sort of uh, explore parts that may not have been entirely explored um, in sort of the cutscenes if you win the Tekken games as them. Um, so this will be, you know, very much focused on these characters and sort of fleshing out um, the time that they had before the Tekken game story sort of start to take place. Um, and then also, obviously, the fight with Feng Wei. Uh, sort of happens during the Tekken games, so that would it would sort of lead into that. But we'd probably avoid um, the King of Iron Fist tournaments themselves because obviously that's main series content, whereas we're sort of trying to tell a different story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's it's not it's not completely necessary um, to, to have them uh, to tell this story. But yeah, I think the idea is yeah, you're going through his life basically um, and. Yeah, it's just a good way to sort of get in various elements to a game. I think, you know, probably again a linear story rather than open world for this one. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So uh, do you want to talk about the final one? Yeah, um, here's definitely one. So uh, for me, I, I'd always been in, in, interested in the backstory of Ogre, uh, or true, you know, whatever you want to call it, ancient Ogre or whatever it is that you want to call it, the green looking one, the Aztec one. Um, because 
like really it's kind of said without being said he's basically he's an alien right like he's not a god like that is an alien like you know that it seems to be um i feel like it is um but it's also like loosely kind of it's, it's kind of a loose reference back to the predator i think actually as well in 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 the move in movies you know um the youch the youcher as they uh nerds call them um basically you know worshipped by the aztecs um or the mayans or whatever as like a god and the god of combat but basically it's an alien that's come from outer space um and i think there's some real elements to have a good sort of game and a bit of a story going on there where maybe he was cast out by his race you know or you can have almost like superhero elements to it that maybe in the mayan times or the aztec times like he you know performed heroic feats to like get the adulation of the people or like just basically took on the worlds or even you know the galaxies um toughest fighters and then basically another sort of backstory where you can either change it completely and have him as not even the actual ogre but another member of that race if you like um but basically it's i think a really good way to get like almost like a superhero style game in there yeah and you can sort of um i i do like the idea of him sort of uh sort of earning the deity status that he was sort of granted by the ancient like aztec and mayan people by like you know performing heroic deeds or sort of being more like a you know starting as more like a demigod which he's he sort of is like he's he's not he's not an actual god he's he's an alien so he you know he starts off by beating uh by sort of helping them earning this sort of god status um and then eventually you know coming to the to the current day you you hopefully after the events of the game that we create for him it would um sort of show why he did what he did in in the games that he's in so sort of why he ends up you know fighting and killing like jun kazama and um you know why he goes around fighting the the greatest fighters uh, and that sort of thing um again sort of just fleshing out him as a character rather than just being the big sort of villain of the games that he's in we want to see you know why he goes around fighting people why he was considered a god you know what what else can we explore in his story that hasn't been uh fully explained yet yeah and like i said that it reminds me if he's an alien it reminds me a lot of like the predator um yeah in the sense that they are also only after like honorable or worthy foes and so you have that but that might be part of like a leveling up system in the game where basically for him to um grow um get bigger stronger faster all the rest of it like maybe he has to defeat you know an equal and worthy opponent um you know maybe that's part of like this level up system that you can put into that sort of game but it'd be a really good game to have a bit of a story in there but really it's again it's still about sort of fighting bosses and you know having tough fights but really just expanding on a backstory yeah yeah um so that was sort of the last main one we had but i have kind of uh, a couple of honorable mentions as we talked about in the uh Mm-hmm. Paul Phoenix one. Uh, I wanted to sort of mention that Feng Wei and Martial Law. Um, so I'll go with Feng Wei first. I feel like um, his sort of backstory would also make for a really good story similar to Ogre in that um, his backstory is literally just defined as he sort of uh, he sort of defeated his uh, Godfist like uh, master at his dojo, became the the new Godfist master, but knew that there was uh, like sort of hidden Godfist scrolls around the world at different dojos. So he would you know go around beating them and claiming their scrolls so that he could learn more about Godfist and essentially perfect the art so I feel like that would be a, a super interesting story to do in the same way uh, as Ogre in that you could sort of just have an excuse to go around beating these different bosses and claiming their scrolls um, and I think in this one if there was a game for Feng Wei you'd sort of be able to choose which one you want to pursue next 
um so it would be you know not necessarily like an open world game but it would be like um you could sort of choose the path you take so you could choose which dojo you want to tackle first and then you know go to that one and defeat them yeah. and claim their scroll and eventually lead to sort of like your final final missions as it were it sounds a lot um, like the old pokemon games on game boy you know going around almost fighting, yeah fighting the um you know the pokemon um like the masters, gyms, yeah gyms, yeah and um taking that you know taking pokemon it sounds a lot like that yeah. but you know it's obviously a setup that works yeah um and then the other one obviously martial law um again we mentioned him and paul phoenix's story but i feel like uh, he could have one uh, during his sort of restaurant owning phase um where you could probably uh, be sort of the manager of uh, said restaurant um you know directing your employees trying to uh keep the sort of uh clumsy and like fighting nature that martial law has in check because um, obviously we've seen in a few cutscenes he uh you know he's he drops plates or like you know kicks out uh rude customers or whatever by fighting them uh, i feel like there's a it's a pretty funny setup for a potential sort of uh almost comedy game really um centered around him sort of running his restaurant yeah i mean i feel like that one could probably translate well into like a like a mobile game even yeah you know like it doesn't need to have like hugely strong graphics or anything like that um could be something like that um but yeah i think that's a good concept and obviously um a great character um who is also like honoring the great bruce lee as well so would make it a really good story um i mean i, I would also want to mention that there's a potential for i think quite a good like brian fury game um because you've got someone that's obviously already like basically half cyborg um so there's a lot of scope to make a game on someone like that whether it be you know like another sort of cyberpunk set game um in a, like a deus ex type world or as like a you know i guess a, a cybernetically advanced like assassin which he kind of worked as um obviously in the backstory of tekken or, or in the side story he's got like a lot of, um, of, of a feud going on with like yoshimitsu like i probably if i was to make a brian fury game i wouldn't bring in that i would probably do it completely set away from like tekken universe really maybe the only one that i would allude back to is um like the character from tekken that basically created brian or like works on him um but apart from that like i just just compensate it almost in a, like a different universe to be honest but the same same character but different universe yeah because i feel like if you're playing brian fury you could almost uh, have a game that's kind of like uh in in gta 5 you get a lot of enjoyment or at least i do uh, from from playing trevor um and literally just being sort of the insane character who just kills stuff and doesn't have to feel bad about it um so i sort of feel like uh if you did a brian fury game it would work really well to sort of be that sort of unhinged character who uh may not take the most heroic path through the story um and you know you sort of get into these situations where you sort of just have to destroy and kill people to get out of it um and yeah it would work really well playing as uh playing as brian fury yeah i mean you do it that way or you have it in like a cyberpunk setting where you're not the only like cybernetically enhanced person like in like a deus ex type world where there's multiple yeah. um, so it just levels the playing field a bit more um you know and means that you know maybe you know like for example he he could work as a character in that same universe if that makes sense like in the same deus ex type universe yeah so i just think that that, that has potential um, before we sign off though is there one like out of all of these if we we could get one um, made is there one that you would pick above the others um, 
Um, it might be slightly biased, but I, I honestly think um, the story based around King's past would really uh, be my favorite one. Um, I'd really love to see sort of an expanded, uh, an expanded history to King, um, and potentially uh, if there was a chance, uh, moving that on towards sort of his uh, his past with Armor King, and then the eventual turn into the second King and the second Armor King, and all that sort of story. Just I, I personally think that's my favorite sort of um, like side character story that isn't related to the Mishima uh, family. So I would really love to see sort of a King game that's expanded his his story personally but what about you is there one that you would definitely love to see mate yeah i think the one that stands up and above the rest is probably yoshimitsu for me yeah um i i think for like setting it as an rpg would be the perfect way to do it as well with leveling up and changing a few you know things and having that sort of control um you don't even need to you know again if you're setting it in that sort of you know older era of the samurais like you don't need to bring in any of the Tekken like characters apart from maybe like kunimitsu Depending on how you have that, like whether Yoshi, like whether the whole Manji clan are just eternal or whatever it is, you know, or whether yeah. it's just Yoshimitsu that is because of the blade, um, is, another, you know, is another story. But you can sort of introduce that as a story, um, you know, and have this 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 sort of second in command, Kunimitsu, who side that gets a bit more selfish and you know opposes you, or you can have a story of like some other like amazing samurai or whatever it is from that era and i think have a really good story but also in a really nice beautiful open world like imagine like samurai era japan in open world form like in a massive map you know where you can go from like ancient kyoto to like you know uh, you know some of these other places i think it just look, it would, like mount fuji for example i think it would look really beautiful as well yeah i definitely agree that would have 100 percent been my second pick i think um there's just so much you could do with that story um you know going from possibly not actually being the yoshimitsu character like so you might not have the sword to begin with to eventually sort of earning your place as one of the sort of legendary wielders of that blade i think would be a really really cool story to explore yeah absolutely absolutely um and in fact um if you guys let us know what you think um we'll in the comments um just just comment which one you would like to see we might make a video uh, about the same length as this one, I, I think, just based on what we would do if we were to make one of those games as well. Let's uh, go a bit more in depth if you want. Give us some. Yeah, we might be able to take one of these ideas um, fully into the forge and properly, uh, you know, write up a, a potential story for it and really expand upon our original ideas here. Um, yeah. Or if we've missed any out that you got, you, you would put in, then let us know. As I said, we deliberately left out the kind of the main like Mishima stories and characters. Um, because I think they are the ones that are most expanded on anyway, um, and you know we probably know what we what could be done with those. We wanted to really go into some of the um, side characters and you know the less lower level um, backstories and stuff. Yep. Well, apart from that, I think that's everything we had for today. So um, you know, if you enjoyed, make sure you like, and I hope everyone uh, has a wonderful day. And we'll see you for the next one. See you around.